0: Make, Make a, a choice. choice. Like, like just, just, decide just decide what it's gonna be, who you're gonna be, how you're gonna do it. Just decide. And then from that point, the universe is gonna get out your way. I'm Boss, the podcast. what's up what's up what's up shout out to everybody checking in if this is your first time here in the show welcome to unboss the podcast shout out to all my returners last show i got like some of the best responses ever and so thank you to all the positive feedback all the positive energy y'all really made me feel like i'm dropping an album so every time i'm dropping a podcast this time i was like yo yo i gotta make sure everything in order so i appreciate y'all i love y'all and hey man y'all know how we gonna do so get booted up This episode, we jumping right into identity politics. Identity politics plays a role in how we interact on social media, whether it's Facebook, Snapchat, etc. But it also plays a big role in how we brand ourselves as companies, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, the products and services we're offering. So we're gonna jump head first in that and I'm just ready to have a conversation, vibe with y'all. So let's get into it. Flick had this theory that the world is in an identity crisis. I just want to know, why can you not be the same person you are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat? Why can't you be the same person on all of those platforms? Because y'all know, when you go on Facebook, you're not the same person you are on Twitter, you're not the same person on Instagram, and you're not the same person on Snapchat. All right, follow me. So on Facebook, you the philosopher. You the semi-professional. You got your nice little headshot, maybe. You all family-oriented. This is the platform you know your auntie got, your mama got, your cousin, sister, brother, everybody following you on Facebook. Cousin! What's up, cousin? What's up? So on there, this is where you're gonna go and you're gonna brag, you're gonna talk about your accolades, you're gonna use this to for anybody, if they need a picture of you real quick, you know, they're gonna go straight to Facebook pull you up, they're gonna see who you've been talking to, you might drop a little, hey girl on somebody, your classmate, you know, blah 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 try to stay a little social but not too social, you might not even do that, you might just randomly go up and down liking pictures see what your hometown got going on, cause y'all know we always go to Facebook just for the hometown drama, the catch up, or the look, but up there you more and likely the one who went to college who got a little bit of education so you drop you a little quote Won't he do it? Won't he fight your you talk about how the lord been blessing you you talk about how things are going great and that's you on facebook well when you get on twitter you the opinionist Okay, you that social activist pushing real hard. You real liberal. You in the arts. You love everything about the arts and the music. You also the bandwagoner. You gonna do the retweets. You the aware person that know everything that's going on. The one you can't tell nothing. You got all these opinions. You tweeting, you chatting, and you are in on the get in, right? But you also the false communitist. <laughs> that's you. You feel like you connected to somebody in Portland, Oregon. You connected to the people in New York. You connected to new people in New Orleans. All the black people are the same. Like, y'all kills me with that i'm not gonna be the person that feel like just because we on twitter we all got some identity that i mean of course we are community some things in our backgrounds do match up but don't act like come on guys you following me don't act like whatever you know i'll come back to that but when you on instagram this right here is my Sweat. That's Sweat. the stunner. Nobody puts no pictures on Instagram these days where you looking atrocious. No. You, the traveler. You, the fake blogger. <laughs> Not fake blogger. But you on Instagram, and you, the stunner. That's your time to shine. And I ain't mad. You, in your bag. Everything on Instagram is about being in the bag. You, the socialite. You don't got no bad pics. And you, the stunner. And I ain't mad at you. But at the end of the day, is that you, in real form? Why on all these different platforms, you, a different person? I don't understand. How do you keep up with who you're supposed to be when you're out just living life you gotta photograph this you gotta take a picture of that and so I'm just really trying to understand where's the balance and why can't you just use one platform to market yourself do we really need an Instagram Twitter Facebook and Snapchat I mean Snapchat is vital because I know on Snapchat I'm the sophisticated ratchet, sophisticated ratchet. Well, just like you are on snapchat you don't give no you the party you sloppy drunk this your private life. this the educated wretch that really like shoot i still party i still smoke i still drink i still you know be looking like trash some days but this is because most times on snapchat you don't really got nobody you don't mess with you got your real friends your dog or people in your community that do the same shit you do so they technically they can't judge and so this is where you get a little wild with it but at the end of the day can you still not be that person on Facebook just with a little more tech or should you even have tech like who are you really at the core so I'm questioning are people always doing these different things on different platforms like being different people or having these moments it's like why Are you not doing all this stuff that you do on snapchat on Facebook because an employer can search it do you even care because code switching you know people code switch in the workplace you know you're not the same person you talk a little different maybe in the office is that even worth it with all the accolades that you have we already know they still might discriminate against you So why do that? I don't know if there's any benefit to doing that. I ain't gonna get into that. But it's just the truth. It's just the truth. This just brings me to question, why do we code switch? Why in identity politics do we step down from who we are just to put on face? I don't really understand it. I'm gonna be honest. Those of you that know me, I am the same way in class with my professors. I am the same way all the time. Do my professors love me? Yes, they do. Because they know that I'm being me. I'm not code switching. I'm not doing none of that for that person just because I don't see I don't really don't see the point I do things with tech yes I just am who I am and I, I can't really change that I don't see the point in it I wonder why people do that is it just to get the job okay and then when you get the job are you gonna not be yourself and who you are you're just gonna walk around with a face on no Heath Ledger played the Joker in the Dark Knight the Dark Knight is Batman's movie if you're not aware Batman, So anyway, he played this role. He so much became that character that it led to his spiral of depression and drugs, which ultimately is the reason why he killed himself. So what he did to prepare for the role and get in character, he locked himself in the hotel room and... Now, see, what you're not going to do is get extreme with it. Like, nobody's doing all that for Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. What are you saying? Oh, so this is what we doing. We're going to sit here and act like the first picture you take is the first one that you upload. Or you always upload your pictures with no filters. Or you always, you know all right yeah no it's the same thing channeling the person you want them to see he got into character he did voices he really channeled that character this is the guy that also played in Brokeback mountain so he's a great actor he's also a director but anyway to prepare for the role he locked himself in this room and he channeled that character and he became that person that's one of the downfalls when you have to play so many different people you lose yourself and you can get so wrapped up in it and killing yourself is the extreme but you really kill off the authentic and the real parts of you so trying to channel and move through that is much much harder than just being you on a regular basis but ultimately he did a great job as a joker when i say he played that role the mannerisms his words the way he talks the way he licks his lips it's really art and you playing but a lot of y'all really be the joker in real life I hate to be meeting somebody and be like oh I know you from Instagram oh I know you from Twitter and then when I meet you in person you ain't nothing like that personality I mean what's up what's really good but he was no longer Heath Ledger he had become the Joker there was a documentary that premiered on Spike May 17th so go check it out google the documentary learn about it let's talk about it would argue to say a lot of people really don't know who they are and a lot of people really aren't who they want to be not speaking on money not speaking on career some people want to be that person that tells everybody no or say the rude shit that's really on their mind the first time but they're not and I don't see why they're not because if that's the real you people are going to respect you and appreciate you more for being that authentic person yo when I got something to say and it's really in my soul like it burns me up literally I can see my chest on fire and my insides are aflame and so I have to say it it does no matter what it is I have to say it. and I'm going to say it because not nah, it'll kill me and that's just who I am honestly what does got to do with the price of tea in China I'm glad you asked let's talk brand identity this is a podcast for entrepreneurs and aspiring business owners so let me explain tapping into too many markets you can run the risk of brand genocide genocide not genocide Generic side so your brand name becomes generic your name becomes the term associated with an item and now your brand is indistinguishable from the competition confusing customers and lessening your brand power let's play a game name a brand of facial tissue other than kleenex i'll wait needed 10 more seconds. Google was loading. Dang. My point exactly. You got Puffs, Nice and Soft, Scotties, and a few others. If you picked up your list at the beginning of the school and on it your teacher had germ Kleenex, crayons, blah, blah, blah. And you went to the aisle and picked up a random box of I don't even know what. Nah, it wasn't random. My mama definitely got the cheapest box. And you didn't pick up Kleenex because understand that Kleenex is the brand. But because Kleenex has become synonymous for a turn of facial tissue, you're going to get the cheapest thing. You knew. When the last time you been to J C JCPenney? Y'all remember JCPenney back in the day. I know that's where I used to get all my school clothes from. And matter of fact, my best friend too. We used to be like, Are you going to JCPenney this weekend? You know it's about two, three weeks before school start. Everybody was going to JCPenney. Your mama probably had a JCPenney Plus card, a JCPenney Rewards card, probably had a little JCPenney credit card. But my point is, JCPenney that we knew back in the day ain't the JCPenney we know today. Mind you, They've done all kind of mixing and the matchings of JCPenney's. You can go there for hair. You can go there for now for makeup as Sephora is now a big part of the chain's brand. You can go there for polish. You can go get your nails done, whatever. But at the end of the day, JCPenney is spiraling downhill because they're trying to tap into a higher clientele of customers, but they forgot who their target audience is. They forgot their customer base. They were originally for the middle class person, but now they're selling shoes at over $160. for example. But we know carry high end brand and names. J C Penney still selling the same name brands, but at a marked up price. Yo, J C Penney really trying it. Y'all, I love leather, and so anytime I buy something leather, I smell it because if y'all know leather, y'all know that leather has a very distinct smell. Smell some J C Penney leather and watch how your face go. It's not real leather, people. Shout out to Peter. No animals were harmed during the taping of the show. But they selling it at a marked up price, and people not trying to pay no prices like that in J C Penney. I'll go to Sephora because I like Sephora, but their custom customer base does not care to be associated with Sephora. So they lost that market and they're really frowning downhill another store that has lost themselves is Gap. Gap is the parent company of Banana Republic and Old Navy and then of course you have the store Gap but what Gap did was try to diversify its markets Gap basically made a store for each type of person but what happened was originally they were going after the soccer mom person and their slogan was dress normal so they were going after the soccer mom kind of character which was kind of moderate to medium income that dress really casual probably like the nice sweaters but when they created Banana Republic that's more of a business brand and then Old Navy you have is a lower brand. Banana Republic and Old Navy are both extremely well but where did Gap come in exactly? They lost themselves. So everybody's going to the lower end Old Navy and nobody's trying to pay for Gap because we all realize that if you're gonna pay for Gap you might as well get Old Navy jeans. They're basically the same material. So they lost themselves and they spread themselves too thin trying to tap into too many different markets. They tried to tap into a new customer segment but they forgot to cater to an audience that they originally tailored their brand and their company for which is why we no longer see people going crazy over gap jeans going crazy over the whole being in the gap or the dress normal per se I don't even know if that's still their slogan but the point of the matter is you can lose yourself you can lose your identity and you're also losing your customer base Y'all know I like music, and the producer of my show is a DJ, so she loves music. You rockin' with Chef Rocky. So we get into these conversations all the time about different artists. So, y'all, I have to bring up Young Thug and Rich Homie Kwan. Do y'all remember when Rich Thug... Get it together, sis. Rich Thug. See, I can't even tell him apart no more. <laughs> Rich Gang was the name of the album that Young Thug and Rich Homie Quan put out. Now, at the time, these were two great artists, but they paired up. Who is the dominating artist right now? Thug, thug. Young Thug. He came out on top. Rich Homie Kwan lost himself. He had a whole distinct sound. I remember back in 2012 or 2013-ish, Rich Homie was all the noise. I ain't heard of Young Thug yet. Maybe I have, but I remember when I went down to Murder Beach, South Carolina for Black Bike Week, the only thing spinning was Rich Homie Kwan. You probably can put that album on rapid word from word, but once he collabed and did that album with Young Thug, he started making music that did not sound like the original Rich Homie Kwan anymore. It sounded like Young Thug. He picked up a new vibe and he tapped into a new segment that catered kind of to the Young Thug fans. He failed to get back to his customer segment per se, his listeners, his fans. He was no longer catering to them. He started making more pop music or trying to make some kind of sound that just wasn't him. It just wasn't his sound. And now, where's Rich Homie kwan We might as well have him feature on the "Where Are They Now" segment. Where are they now? Because I hear nothing from him. He had a recent project that did drop. I checked out some songs, but I really couldn't vibe with it. I mean, is it over for Rich Homie Quan? So my point is, in all aspects, you have to to dominate whatever space you're operating in. If it's going to be Instagram, let it be Instagram. But dominate, identify your customer demographics, figure out which platform you need to market the most on, which platform users are interactive the most on, which one for your type of product, your service for your brand is going to benefit you the most. Where are you going to connect the most? Where are you going to get the most ROI? Okay? English, please. Return on investment. Where are you going to optimize and get the most value for what you're putting out and where you're advertising? So you're losing out and you're missing a lot of opportunities by marketing the wrong way. So get smarter about the way you're branding and the way that you're marketing your brand and the way you identify as a brand because you're going to lose so much value when you don't know who you are and you don't know your target audience. That's all I'm saying. Let me tell you why it does not work and why it's not beneficial to have a lot of platforms or be in an identity crisis and play the games of identity politics and not know who you are. Wale has a fan base and he's gained that fan base through his certain type of music that is known for lyricism and poetry. From Wale stopped satisfying the needs of his loyal fan base, he lost a lot of people, and he tapped into a disloyal fan base. Okay, what I mean by disloyal fan base? He was trying to create a sound that appealed to a different fan base—a fan base that is not loyal. So the popular fan base. Everybody understands and knows that these damn fans out here is not loyal, and they for everybody. They ain't gonna ride for you when you get in some ish. They gonna jump ship. They gonna talk about you just like the rest of the people. They ain't gonna. Put show your ish. They ain't gonna be the ones that was always listening to you from jump. For example, Kanye West has a fan base that is very disloyal. Anytime he in is some ish, y'all know they never got his back. It's always Kanye fighting for his right. The man really got sick behind all the ish that he went through as far as his fans. That hurt Wale in a position that it's a difference from growing and being different, but losing yourself. So he was trying to grow and acquire new fans and grow and stretch his bounds, but he was deviating from who he really was as an artist. You know what I mean? He was making pop music or whatever music he was trying to make it was not the music for his loyal fans and so what i'm saying is get a platform be you a good lawyer following be who you are and be yourself and move and work that space i'd rather have 10 loyal followers than a bunch of followers that ain't gonna never have my back or be down for me just because i gotta play the role and appeal to so many different people when you start having to appeal to a lot of people you forget your goal as people trying to move and we're trying to build brands you gotta make sure you got your target audience and go after those people appeal to them don't worry about you're not gonna ever satisfy everybody ever 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 in life and so that's why you have to work 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 it